Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No one won this town to be near you. No Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Everybody here tonight, Deb Green produces the show, Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low Tizzle, Low T Chuck screens your calls. Low T. Got a fun show for you tonight. Uh, we're going to play This or That with my traffic compadre, Ashley Frasca. We'll need some contestants for that. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. But uh, I woke up today to uh, breaking news that you heard here first on WSB. Actually, first I woke up sweating, drenched in sweat. Turn the air conditioner on. My AC is set at 69. Oh, good Lord. And I wake up and I'm sweating. I'm like, what the heck's going on? I go downstairs. You, you guys have those digital thermometers? Yeah. Yeah. The battery mm-hmm. died. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Oh. That little... I'm fine with it, though, because it doesn't mean my AC units. Right. I just had to change the batteries. But, but... the AA battery can yes. literally just kick out and then... My dogs were sweating. They're like, what is going on in here? <laughs> it gets so hot in the upstairs of my house. It's oh, yeah. crazy. So, like, I set it at 69 which means upstairs is 72 and downstairs is 69. But the batteries died on the electric. Uh, uh-huh. I was like, uh, of course, luckily I had I had fresh batteries. They need to fix Stocked that. away. Yeah, exactly. Can't they just wire that into the house or something? Like if that, if that not... thing shuts down, like default to 72 degrees. Sure. You know, it was 79 in my house. I was sweating. And then Factory I tr- reset. Exactly. And then I, then I turn on TV and there's real breaking news. Uh, Paul Manafort and Michael Cohen uh, apparently going to jail. I w- didn't catch most of the story because I was sleeping and sweating. So uh, joining us live in studio, WSB political analyst Bill Crane, breaking down the breaking news we heard here live on WSB Radio. Bill, good to see you, my friend. Always good to be here, Mark. Thanks for inviting me on the show. So folks are just getting in the car or they're drenched in sweat and just waking up like me. What did we miss today? What was the breaking news? 16 felony counts. Eight for Paul Manafort of a possible 18, tax evasion, bank fraud in his trial. Uh, Ten counts the jury did not find. Uh, They were thrown out of the 18 charges. But I think the more problematic case for the president was Michael Cohen, his longtime personal attorney, voluntarily pleading guilty to eight charges, two of which were campaign finance related and specifically admitting to the judge in court today with the knowledge and cooperation of a candidate for federal office, I violated federal campaign finance law, making payments that previously had been denied to two women who had uh, physical relationships with that candidate. Okay. Um, so in the, in the grand scope of things, the the bigger story today as, as it relates to the White House is, is the Cohen plea deal? The bigger threat. Yes. 
um, Mr. Manafort's case was involving tax charges and bank fraud charges as far back as 2005, Mm -hmm. um, and the convictions were regarding tax fraud and bank fraud and applications a decade before he was working with the Trump campaign. He was paid by the Ukrainian government and officials and oligarchs involved in the Russian elections, but the the linkage is not as direct. Michael Cohen, who no one really had even heard of outside of New York City four months ago, had been a personal attorney, worked for the Trump organization, really was involved with the Trump children for many years, and was the president's fixer in private life. And the more significant charges directly related to the Trump campaign – come in that case. Were the, those were the two charges that had to do with uh, campaign finance issues with the payouts to- The payoffs to hush money, essentially, to two women to not talk about their relationships with the president. Now, the, the bigger problem for the president is for months and months and months and months and months, he's denied the payments. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cohen had an audio tape of those early discussions, and the indications are that he probably has texts and emails and other things to back up his version of the story. But both these men, Paul Manafort- and Michael Cohen now are looking at, in Manafort's case, 80 years in prison Mm -hmm. and an undetermined sentence for Michael Cohen. And that's when their cooperation, their testimony, their corroboration can help make another case that would impact their sentencing. Talking to WSB political analyst Bill Crane live on the Mark Aram Show. We heard briefly from the president today as he was flying down to West Virginia for a rally, um, saying it was was sad, sad news for Paul Manafort. Um, you know, said he worked with uh, Ronald Reagan and Bob Dole, and it's it, it's a, you know nothing to do with the witch hunt in Russia. Didn't didn't say anything about Michael Cohen. Um, what what does that tell us that that he is still defending Paul Manafort, but not Michael Cohen? If anything, does that tell us anything? Well, I, in fairness, the president literally was in the air when the first sentence came down, mm-hmm. and then touched down in West Virginia. I expect we'll hear more at the rally tonight in West Virginia, and certainly on Twitter in the morning. Um, the Cohen case is more complex for him. And I think he realizes and probably really Giuliani is advising him to be careful Mm -hmm. what he says now going forward about what he knew and when he knew and what he said because there's a clear realization even though this is not part of the Mueller investigation, this case is being prosecuted by the New York U.S. Attorney's Office. That that leads me to my next question. So because the Cohen case is in the Southern District of New York – there's no pardon powers for the president over Michael Cohen. No, there is. It's still it's a Southern District of New York, but it's the U.S. Attorney's <clears throat> Office. It's okay. not. It's not a state case. It's a federal case. Can't, is there pardon a possibility yes, the, for the, Paul pre- Manafort? Both men, both cases could mm-hmm. have their sentences commuted, or their guilty charges thrown out. The president's powers on federal charges okay. are absolute. Mr. Manafort faces another set of charges in the state of Virginia, gotcha, okay. and that's a state trial, and the president would not have the ability to pardon him on those crimes. Now, he was con- uh, Paul Manafort was uh, was found guilty on eight of 18 charges. Correct. The other 10, what happened with those other 10? The, the jury was split, and they were thrown out. Okay, so it wasn't, they didn't find him not guilty. They did not find him not guilty. They couldn't reach a decision. Now, now that he's been, now that Paul Manafort has been convicted on eight of these uh, charges, could face, as you said, up to 80 years in prison. 10 per... 10 years per felony charge. Does Virginia proceed? Is there any need for Virginia to proceed with their charges? We come back him? to that word, pardon. Yeah. Uh, I think Virginia will proceed, and it may be a month or more before we know the sentencing recommendations mm-hmm. of the U.S. Attorney's Office and the Office of Special Counsel, then the judge rules and sets those sentences. What uh, Michael Cohen pleading guilty to this, does this, we can assume then, because he, he uh, what, I was, what I saw in line was, Facing up to five years in prison, which it seemed like a pretty light sentence for the amount of uh, tax evasion 
uh, he was in there. Well, uh, and he, in his case, the the greater charges, at least the way the jury came at it, and the way, the, excuse me, the way the judge came at it, mm-hmm. are the campaign finance vel, uh, felonies. But the sentences for campaign finance law violations are much less. Okay. Than tax evasion. Can we assume he is cooperating with investigators now? Uh, maybe even Robert Mueller. Uh, we would assume Mr. Mueller and his team have spoken to, if they mm-hmm. haven't, that they will speak to Michael Cohen. I think the tenor changed when initially Michael Cohen was saying things like, I'd take a bullet for the president, Yeah. to later acknowledging that he has loyalties that come ahead of President Trump. And then I'm told, and it was reported by other news outlets, that the, he had a very negative reaction a couple of months ago. The president was speaking of Michael Cohen in his case publicly mm-hmm. and said, I liked him and referred to him kind of as yesterday's news and in past tense and not being clear that he was going to be defending his longtime personal lawyer. And I think probably at that point in time, Mr. Cohen felt he maybe didn't need to be as loyal to or look out for the president because maybe the president wasn't going to look out for him. That, that's kind of a stunning development. Chuck, I'm going to bring you in here because you watch Ray Donovan, right? I do. Yeah. So uh, Michael Cohen always considered himself Ray Donovan, yep. Donald Trump's fixer. And would take a bullet for him, as you mentioned. And this is a guy that's going to go down with the ship. And and, and I, Ray Donovan's not flipping, right? Like in the TV show, no. Ray Donovan is is not flipping. To go from that characterization as as the president's fixer to now, you know, providing tapes and emails and pleading guilty. That, no, that's he's a, already violated attorney-client privilege. Mm-hmm. He's a lawyer, yeah. so he's probably going to get disbarred no matter what happens. And his law practice and his businesses are now in shambles. The beautiful home that he owned, I think his family still has. I think that obviously he's not staying in that hotel in New York anymore. Sure. Uh, but his life's in shambles, and he's already racked up several hundred thousand dollars in legal fees. So at this point, I would assume it's about survival. Let, let's look at a historical perspective here, Bill. Uh, former campaign manager of the president, convicted. Former uh, fixer slash personal attorney slash friend, pleads guilty. Historically, what what are we looking at? There's here? no day in the Watergate investigation or in the Clinton impeachment proceedings where two close associates of a seating seat seat active president yes. of the United States uh, pled guilty to 16 felony convictions. Now, does that mean the president is guilty of any crime? There's no direct correlation mm-hmm. to that. But we do have again in the Cohen case him saying, with the direction and understanding and an audio tape. The president of the United States, or a candidate for federal office, which is what Donald Trump was at that time in 2016, did knowingly make these payoffs to two women that would have harmed the campaign had that become public knowledge at the time. Politically, you're a political analyst. Yes. Will this impact uh, the president at all? He's He's been Teflon Don. Nothing's, it will, nothing's sticky. It will not impact him negatively with his base. Mm-hmm. In fact, it may strengthen him with his base, but swing voters, independents, and Democrats looking at these midterms, I think it's pouring gasoline on fire. And if we come to the midterms and the Democrats uh, regain control of the House, I believe they will. That's a game changer, right? Because th- then we. Well, can... it's a game changer, but for Donald Trump, it's not necessarily a horrible thing. He gets Nancy Pelosi most likely as House Speaker, a built-in stock villain for him to take shots at every mm-hmm. day. Um, the way he governs, which is not about consensus or working closely with Congress. It doesn't really change the math a lot for him, but it certainly makes it harder to move his legislative agenda forward. But but with a Democratic House, that uh, you know, could that put his presidency in jeopardy? If well, if, impeachment proceedings yeah. begin in the House, so yeah. 
if you believe that a Democratic majority, if it's not narrow, then immediately turns around and listens to Maxine Waters, which I don't believe, and begins impeachment proceedings, yes, I think it just makes a divided Congress, and it's that much more difficult, whether we're talking about immigration reform or any other issue, for him to accomplish anything legislatively Bill in Crane, the remainder of the term. Thanks for coming in. We'll talk. We'll hear from you tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. I would imagine, right? Uh, I, I that's the plan. Okay, big news day, big news day. So I just wanted that was basically for my uh, education, folks. And if you, you know, just getting in the car from work, you didn't know what happened today. Again, to recap, uh, Paul Manafort convicted on eight federal charges, and Michael Cohen pleads guilty to eight charges. These former campaign manager for the president and former fixer for the president, uh, both uh, headed to. The big house. Interesting. Breaking news. Thank you, Bill Crane. We'll come back. Uh, We have a lot of other stuff to talk about, but if you want to chime in on this, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 725, 82 degrees on Peachtree Street, just three degrees warmer than it was in my house today. 404-872-0750 is the number. Marty joins us in Kennesaw. Marty, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Uh, I was just listening to your political analyst. Uh, I, 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 I think he's off base, man. How so? Um, what, well, there was, all, there was 18 charges, uh, uh, indictments, but he was only charged with eight, right? Correct. Manafort, yes. Yeah, back in 2005. So there's really no issue with him and the and the and the president as far as collusion with Russia. No, there and that that's it, no. Bill said that there's there's nothing that ties the uh, the Manafort convictions with the president at all. Yeah, but I mean, but he also said that that's going to you know uh, end up uh, you know cutting off voters that are you know uh, independent or that are uh, you know uh, not you know not specifically conservative or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I think that Nancy Pelosi is not going to going to get the speaker. But also, on I'll, I'll leave that. But what about Cohen? Um, can does it Trump? He's allowed to uh, pardon those those two guys, aren't? Isn't he? Uh, as far as Bill says, yes. For federal charges, the president can pardon him. It's the state charges. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop you off, Marty. Got a little feedback there. It's the state charges that Paul Manafort also faces in Virginia. Um, where he can't pardon. You can't pardon state charges as the president, just the federal charges, which is why, as Bill mentioned, they'll probably go ahead with the charges in Virginia, even though Manafort was convicted in federal court uh, because he can't be pardoned in Virginia. Uh, Jason's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Jason. Hey, Mark. Preach. Welks, buddy. Um, What's going on? Uh, well, I, I didn't actually call you about the politics. Um, I heard what you were talking about with your thermostat, and uh, I actually install air conditions for a living. Okay. Um, it, depending on the type of thermostat you have, you might have enough conductors in the wire that goes down to your, your furnace or, or uh, whatever type of system you have. You can actually hardwire that thermostat so that you don't have to depend on the batteries to power it anymore. Is that something I could handle myself? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> you probably don't want to do that. Okay, good, good. Um, that, that's, I mean, I've had the same system for, geez, I don't know, like the same thing for a long time. And I've never had. I've. I just got to look at the batteries. I know I probably never changed the batteries in that thing. That's all. But that was. Uh, was quite uh, a stunning development. Forget Cohen and Manafort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seventy-nine degrees in my room, and I was like, "What the heck is going on?" 
I like it chilly, Longo. I like it chilly. Like you, you, my favorite Eskimo. All right, when we come back, more of your calls. uh, The breaking news on Paul Manafort and Michael Cohen. What impact, if any, it'll have on the White House. Your thoughts on that. Then we're going to have some fun. Ashley Frasca and Johnny Kilbasa will join us. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Welcome back to the show, 7.30, in front of 8 o'clock, Mark Aram and gang at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. Uh, we were discussing the breaking news on, uh, in case you missed it, I'm, we, Erickson was talking about this, right? This happened when Erickson was on the air? Yes. Um, Paul Manafort found guilty on uh, eight charges of uh, tax fraud and uh, bank fraud and tax fraud, and Michael Cohen pled guilty to eight charges Uh Six of them involving taxes and taxi medallions, and yeah, two the of them, two campaign finance ones, yeah. are going to be the biggest problem. Um, so it's was, it was kind of a stunning breaking news that both of those would happen within you know an hour of each other. And uh, what does this mean politically, if anything, to uh, President Donald Trump? Your thoughts: four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. How mad is is uh, is the president at Michael Cohen right now? I mean. I've heard him use cover, colorful language before, so I imagine he hates a, him more than Hillary Clinton, right? Oh yeah, now like he's yeah. Michael Cohen's got to be public enemy number one. Oh yeah, which is crazy because that was his dude for so long. Yeah, well, when you're when you turn into a snitch, yeah. <laughs> you turn on the guy. <laughs> that's that's got to blow his mind, the president's mind right now. The fact that you know for decades Cohen was his. You know, handler, like, take care of this, take care of that. Maybe, but Eric did bring up a point that a lot of President Trump's relationships are all transactional. They're not personal Emotional, relationships. Yeah, yeah. So when it's transactional like that, I don't know that maybe he's mad. I don't know how surprised he would po- he could be. I mean, he knows what— Do we have an emotional or transactional relationship, Chuck? It's a little of both. A little of both? Yeah. Longo, do we have an emotional or transactional relationship? Yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Deb? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh your thoughts on this 404 i mean i i'm not a political expert i don't know what this means long term if anything it seems to me that he's teflon don nothing nothing will ever stick to president trump um so you know and history shows that you know nothing's going to take this guy down so i don't i personally don't see this as as being the the last straw or anything like that unless michael cohen's got some really crazy stuff hidden away that he's about to share with Robert Mueller. I don't know. But your thoughts on it. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Rhonda is in Grayson. Rhonda, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello, Rhonda. I was calling. I'm an independent who was wise enough to know not to vote for either of these crooked people. Okay. And I'm kind of relishing in the moment that I made a good decision. The man who said he was going to drain the swamp brought the swamp. 
the man who chanted, lock him up, may be locked up. And I just really think it's ironic that people still stand behind this man after realizing what a liar he is. And I just think that it's also ironic that both Bill and Trump as an independent, Rhonda, as an independent, will this impact your votes in the midterms? Will you now lean to the Democratic aisle because of what's going on uh, with President Trump? Oh, definitely. I mean, independents, we, I, I think that we're the wisest voters because of partisanship and actually look at the candidate. Many of us set out and many of us have been waiting and debating on what we're going to do in the next few elections. And um, I'm very active, and this seals the deal for us. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I'm curious to see what happens if this, again, the, the, the base Trump supporters, Bill Crane hit the nail on the head. This doesn't move the needle at all for the base Trump supporters. If anything, it energizes them to get out and do more to protect their guy, right? I mean, truly, there, there's nothing he could do to lose that base Will this energize his base to protect him now as we go to the midterms? Yeah, you wonder what it does in the states that he won by such a slim margin. Mm-hmm. Florida, Pennsylvania. Rust Belt. The Rust Belt areas yeah. where we're talking just 10, 20, 30,000 mm-hmm. votes. That's where it gets yeah. interesting in the next election. I'm is- curious to see what also the, the Republican leadership has to say about this. We haven't really heard Paul Ryan put out a brief statement. but uh, um, uh, yeah, the, the, the next few days... It's only Tuesday. Yeah, it's going to exactly. be interesting. Well, you know, by Friday, we'll forget all about it. Oh, this. of course. That's so something thing. else will happen, something and we'll be on Exactly right. Else. Julie joins us in Atlanta. Julie, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for taking me. My pl- my call. <laughs> yeah, I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I I guess I, I should start off with saying that I voted for Hillary. Okay. Um, and through the last uh, year and a half or so, I have decided that um, both parties are nothing but a bunch of five-year-olds. And all they do is sit down and and say, I'm not going to cooperate. The unfortunate thing that's happening here is it seems that anybody that supports Trump or anybody that stands behind Trump is going to go down. It's almost like it's it's sad to see how many people – who have put themselves behind him or supported him that have gone down now? This I, now the, the, the people, guy. like the people surrounding him, are are you know seemingly falling by the wayside. But I, I have a hard time believing that anything will get to the Oval Office. I really don't. A lot of chips have to fall, and a lot of stuff has to be uncovered. It, it's it's all in Robert Mueller's hands. You know that whatever he's doing, and we don't know what he's doing, what he's got lined up or whatever, but. It's all up to him because, you know, historically we've seen he's he is immune to any scandal or controversy. And it's it goes back Teflon. Dawn. Exactly. It goes back to the, the Access Hollywood tape. Yeah. Like any other person. Oh, that would forget about it. Forget about it. Like that. would Billy Bush. <laughs> Billy that poor Bush, guy got fired. And he was just sitting he there. He just laughed. <laughs> that guy is living under a. a Interstate overpass Has he now. Yet, or no, they, he's done. They got him under. Like seriously, look what happened with Herman Cain. Allegations of a mistress. Allegations of a mistress. He's done. Yeah. Audio tape of 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 Donald Trump <laughs> talking about you know I'm not going to bring it up again. Sure. And everyone's like, oh, well, that's it. That's a, no, no, n- nothing. The guy is uh, impenetrable. Impenetrable. There you go. Yeah. Got it. Impenetrable. 
It's a tough one. It is a tough one. I don't think I've ever said that word out loud. <laughs> Impenetrable. I'm not saying it right. Yeah, you're close enough. We know he, what you're saying. Just he's, stop. He's Superman, and there's no kryptonite. Not right now. There's no there's no kryptonite. Yeah, think. I mean, you go back when that when that Access Hollywood tape came out. I was like, well, that that's that for that guy. Anyone else? Done. Billy Bush. NBC fired him like in 12 minutes. Like, oh yeah, you're out of here, Billy Bush. And he just laughed. Which is hilarious. They fired him in 12 minutes, but Trump was there for how many yeah, years? Exactly. <laughs> doing the, doing so, the show. So, I mean, history tells us that, you know, you've, you're going to have to come up with something. Some smoking gun. But even then, I mean, they had a smoking gun with the... Thought so, too. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's it's pretty remarkable. Uh, Charles is in Grayson. Charles, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How you doing? How you doing, buddy? First of all, let me say this here. Independence... What what are you independent of? I mean, you're going to vote Democrat regardless, but you want to say you want to hide behind something sexist. I'm an independent. Secondly, I'm going to support Donald Trump even more. This guy has done – nobody reports – the media does not even report his accomplishments. And they want to hold this guy's feet to the fire when he was a private citizen, known as a playboy. He was, the, he was this lovable playboy guy. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, he defeats your candidate. Now, you're crying. This is the worst. If you ever want to teach a child what a crybaby is, let them keep seeing how these Democrats are acting. So let me ask you this now, question, Charles. Um, go ahead. Paul Manafort found guilty. Uh, Michael Cohen pled guilty. What, what are your thoughts on that? Because, again, you're going after people for something they did years ago. Lord knows, let me stop posting stuff on Facebook because they found out that I'm a conservative and a Republican. They're going to come after me saying, hey, you didn't do this here years ago. I'm going to come after you for that. That's what they're doing. And but as a, law, as a law and order conservative, you have to be uh, happy. That's not that... law and order. That no? Is, that, is, that, is, that is modern day witch hunt after some, you know, that's like again. But I mean, he I, was, I mean Paul Manafort was found guilty of, of bank fraud. That, as a law and order Republican, I think he'd be okay with that, that they, they got a bad guy off the streets. No, no, they didn't get him off the street in 2008, but now... No, no, but, he, but government... he, was, he was brought to justice, though. After eight years, with the government put together all sorts of things that they didn't, they didn't have eight years ago, now let's, let's bring it to light now. Because, again, re- remember this, what, understand this but what if What if, what if they can't... found out he murdered someone eight years ago? Is that, is that, it's just water under the bridge? Murder has no statute of limitation. Yeah, and neither okay. apparently does uh, bank fraud and tax evasion. Well, certainly not eight years. Yeah. Only time it doesn't if you if you if you're supporting a Republican or conservative. Gotcha. That, that's it. All right. Here, let me let me stand up for my fellow independents. I've I voted for Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians. I've donated to Democrats, Republicans, and Libertarians. Um, I, I I think that a majority. I shouldn't say majority. I, I think a large swath of the United States is independent. We don't have the loudest voices. We're not screaming on the left. We're not screaming on the right. But I, I do think it was the independent voters that swung the election for, for President Trump in 2016. I think independent voters still matter a lot. It was the independent voters in Pennsylvania and Ohio and Michigan and Wisconsin that, that handed the election to President Trump. So I, I just want to defend the, uh, the independents out there because... Um, yeah, I mean, you can look up my campaign finances, who I've donated to. I've I've donated to members of both sides of the aisle. You haven't donated to me yet. 
I have not donated to Chuck's Marathon, but I will. <laughs> but I will. Oh, man, look at that. That was a good Stephanie tie-in. is incoming. Steph, welcome to the show. How are you, dear? Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you so much. Can you hear me okay? Perfect. Okay, so I kind of agree with you on that. I identify more with independent than I do one side of the aisle or the other. I've, um, I'm almost 40, and in my voting years, I have identified with both Democrats and Republicans that were running. Um, i got to tell you, though, I agree with this last caller that was saying that, you know, 2011 to 2013, not paying taxes, and now they're bringing it up. I feel like if he was working for anyone else. But they just found out about it. They just found out about it. If I, if they found out that I hadn't paid taxes in 2011, I would still be held culpable. That's that's the uh, that's the special power of the special counsel. As we found out with Bill Clinton investigating Whitewater, next thing you know, he's impeached for. It's a it's a it's a wide whistles. Yes, it's a wide swath. You got one word of right? authority there. <laughs> the special counsel found uh, this information on Paul Manafort, handed it off to the Southern District, and they prosecuted. I don't know. I would think you you know take politics out of it. I, I would think all right. Well, this guy, you know, committed tax fraud, bank fraud. Good, get him off the streets. I don't know. We'll have one more segment of this, and then we'll uh, play this or that with Ashley Frasca. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 755, 80 degrees on Peachtree Street. Back to the phones real quick as we finish up the Manafort-Cohen talk. Bill's in Atlanta. Billy boy, welcome to the show. How are you doing? What's going on, hey, brother? Uh, I'm a Trump supporter, and I will support him. I don't care what they throw at him. Exactly. Uh, but but, <laughs> but now that they've now that they've they're done with Manafort and and all that, they they freed up uh, they freed up some uh, some uh, some prosecutors, and they freed up some uh, uh, courtrooms, and and so why don't we go down the list? Uh, of people that did things like uh, lie to us about Benghazi. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had servers that they uh, illegal servers that they. they if if they only though, here's the thing, Bill. If only emails. if only the Republicans were in charge of the House and the Senate, and they could do those investigations and prosecute. If only there was a Republican Attorney General that could prosecute well, if they that would get stuff. Get rid of Sessions if you get rid of. <laughs> okay, all right, buddy. Cliff's in Roswell. Cliff, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Uh, what I see this whole deal about is, you remember, it all started out with the collusion. <laughs> well, that's not there. So let's get him anywhere we can. What What's really happening here, in my mind, is that the Democrats were so sure that they were going to win the election that they cannot believe that Donald Trump is elected like John Lewis. He doesn't even recognize him as a president. What an idiot. There, uh, all right. Thank you, Cliff. Here's the thing. If, if if Hillary Clinton committed crimes, get her. If Bill Clinton committed crimes, get her. If Barack Obama committed crimes, get him. If you commit a crime, go after him. It shouldn't be Democrat or Republican. Enough of this. Clear those blanket phone lines, Chuck. We're playing this or that when we come back. I need two contestants that want to win cool prizes. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Phil Necro, inducting the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1997. You are listening to The Mark Aram Show. What other show would you listen to? No, I want this town to be near you. No, 
show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 808, eight minutes after eight o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Gang's all here. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. Low T. All right, the breaking news uh, section of the Mark Aram Show is uh, thankfully uh, past us. We can uh, have some fun now. Uh, we're going to have fun playing this or that. I need two contestants to play this or that for to win fabulous cash and prizes, particularly if you are fans of Ashley Frasca, because Ashley Frasca is going to play this or that with us. So I need two contestants, first two callers to 404-872-0750 will be our contestants on this or that. 404-872-0750 uh, or 1-800-WSB-TALK. Now, the game this or that is very simple. I have asked Ashley uh, Frasca, uh, who is the... Uh, my traffic compadre in the morning. She does a lot of stuff. Was Herman Cain's phone screener. Uh, screens calls for Walter Reeves on the weekends. Basically, a great all-around uh, worker here at WSB Radio. Beloved. A beloved worker, Longoria. Much like you are beloved yes. in certain circles. Right. She is beloved in certain circles. So I've asked her a various uh, series of questions of this or that questions. For example, uh, I'll give you an example. This okay. isn't one of the questions. Uh, do you prefer um, rain or snow? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Um, snow. Okay. So that that's a, an example of a question I'll ask Ashley. And then the listener, the two contestants, will just have to guess what her answer is. Whoever accumulates the most correct guesses will win the WSB prize pack today. So very simple. It's called This or That. Let's play This or That. All right. We have our two contestants lined up. Uh, John is in Peachtree City. John, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well this evening, thank you. You familiar with this or that? You know how to play? I do know how to play. All right, and are you familiar with Ashley Frasca? To some degree, yeah. All right, we all are to some degree. Uh, Angie joins us in Swanee. Angie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hey, I'm great, Mark. You familiar with this or that? Somewhat, yes. Okay, and are you familiar with Ashley Frasca? Yes. All right, fair enough. We'll start with you, Angie, because you are... A lady, and you sound really cute. And John, you well, don't thank you. you don't sound as cute, John. I'm I'm not making any judgments here. Uh, well, I'm all right, sure the, he's handsome. Uh, exactly right. A very handsome listener. All right, the first question for this or that, Angie. I asked Ashley Frasca, Garth Brooks or Willie Nelson. What's her answer? Garth Brooks or Willie Nelson? Garth Brooks. Ashley Frasca, Garth Brooks or Willie Nelson? That's not even tough. Garth Brooks. No question, huh? No question at all. Willie Nelson's a god. Yeah, Garth Brooks was popular when I was growing up, though. So I'm in concert recently. Very nice. I know. I would have chosen uh, Willie Nelson, by the way. I love Willie Nelson. So, Angie, you got a point. You got it right. John, you could tie it up. You ready? This or that with Ashley Frasca. I asked Ashley Frasca, baseball or football? What's Ashley's answer on that one? Football. John says football. Let's see. The lovely Ashley Frasca. Baseball or football, Ash? Ooh, as I've gotten older, I would have said baseball. I was obsessed with the Braves when I was a kid, but now football. Really? Yes, I, college see, that was football. a toss-up. I wasn't sure which yeah. way you were going to go on I could have gone either way almost. All right. Ashley could have gone either way, but you got it right, John. She says football, right. which which surprised me. I know she loves the dogs, but I know she loves the Braves, too. I would have gotten that one wrong, even though I work with her every day. All right, uh, Angie, I asked Ashley Frasca, beach or mountains? Beach or mountains? Ashley Frasca, what does she say? Mountains. Angie says mountains. Beach or mountains, Ashley Frasca? Not tough there. 
definitely the beach. Really? Yeah. yeah. Pale skin, I get sunburned, but it's still, uh, there's more to do. Well, you always go camping and stuff like that. Not in the mountains, though. All right. We pretend. Enough. She said beach. I would have got it wrong, too, Angie. No point for you. We're tied one to one. This or that with WSB's Ashley Frasca. All right, John, you can take the lead here. I asked Ashley Frasca, hash brown casserole or mashed potatoes? Hash brown casserole. John says confidently, hash brown casserole. Ash, hash brown casserole or mashed potatoes? Now, is this what I like to make or what I like to eat? However you take it. All right. Hash brown casserole. Because you make it and it's so good. Yeah, and it makes everybody happy, which makes me happy. (laughs) The best thing ever. (laughs) She, she makes the greatest hash brown casserole. It's up there with Cracker Braille. It is very, very good. Good job, John. Hash brown casserole was uh, the correct answer. You lead two to one. Angie, you can tie it up here. You ready? I'm ready. I asked Ashley Frasca, dress or jeans? Dress or jeans? What did she say? I would say jeans. You say jeans. Ashley Frasca, dress or jeans? I got into radio, so there wasn't a dress code. Jeans. <laughs> jeans, a t-shirt, and a ponytail. Perfect. There you go. Angie, you got the point. We're tied up two to two. This or that on the Mark Aram Show. All right, this is going to be a tough one, John. Dig in, buddy. Handsome John in Peachtree City. I asked Ashley Frasca, dogs or cats? I'm going to go dogs. John says dogs. Ashley Frasca, dogs or cats? Now, that's like the baseball, mm-hmm. football one. So when I was younger, loved cats. Had like three or four. Now that I'm older and I have Shadow, my Great Dane, my world's totally changed. I'm going to go with dogs. Good one. John Ooh. knocks it out. Yeah, Shadow, uh, she's got this Great Dane, Deb. Have you seen Ashley's Great Dane? I've seen pictures of it. It's a monster. Is Sweetest it dog ever. Is? It's It's heavier than she is. I don't know. On his hind legs, definitely. All right. Uh, good, good job, John. Angie, you can tie it up. You ready? I'm ready. Chipper Jones or Ryan Klesko? Chipper Jones. Angie says Chipper Jones. Ashley, Chipper or Klesko? Mark, these are, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Klesko, number 18. Left fielder for the Atlanta Braves. Your all-time favorite. All day, every day. Couldn't speak when I got him to sign a poster when I was 12. I could not speak. Klesko, if you're listening, you got a big fan. Please, hey, what up? That that was a tough one because... Klesko is Ashley's number one crush of all time. No point for Angie, but that uh, most people would have guessed Chipper on that one. All right, here we go, John. You can take a sizable lead, this or that, with Ashley Frasca. Beer or wine? I'm going to say wine. John says wine. Ashley Frasca, beer or wine? I'm going to go with wine. has to be red, though. White gives me a headache. Really? I'm yeah. the opposite. Yeah, red, red gives wine. me a headache. Really? Yeah. That's strange. And it makes me really So we'll just drunk. drink beer. Exactly. You got it right. John, you're very good at this game, by the way. I don't know if everyone ever told you that. You're you're a very good at this or that. All right, Angie, you need this one to stay in contention. Are you ready? I'm ready. Drums or flats? I asked Ashley Frasca if she prefers drumsticks or the chicken actual wings. Drums or flats? What does Ashley Frasca prefer? I would say flats. You say flats. Ashley Frasca... Drums or flats? Oh, we're talking chicken wings. We are talking Not instruments. <laughs> there are no flats. Um, I'm going to go with flats. They're easier to eat. They don't seem as messy. Good oh. job. I disagree. Okay. Good job, Angie. Needed that one. All right, uh, John, you're on a roll. This is going to be a tough one, though. I asked Ashley Frasca, Nashville or Athens? Nashville or Athens? Mm, that is a tough one. I'm going to go Athens. John says Athens, Georgia. Ashley Frasca, Nashville or Athens? 
And this is however I interpret it. However Whether you interpret it's the it. music scene or drinking. Whatever. To go with Athens. Yeah. Yeah, the classic city. All right. Love it. I miss it. Go dogs. John gets it right. All right. Uh, good. John, you're very good. At, is it? Wait. Ashley's husband's name is John. Is this John Frasca? <laughs> no. Missy have a cheat sheet. I think, he's, I think this is Ashley's husband, John Frasca, trying to disguise his voice. No fair. All right, Angie, you need this one. This is, this is an interesting one. I asked Ashley Frasca, TV or radio? Now, she does both, TV or radio. What did Ashley say? TV. Angie says TV. Ashley Frasca, TV or radio? Hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's hard. Right? I listen to the radio more often than I watch TV, but as far as our profession, I guess my heart's in radio. That's right. that's my passion, yeah. Good answer. Sorry. Sorry, Ange. <laughs> I know. That's all right. That was a tough one because, I mean, she's in the same boat as me. I don't, I would pick radio also. I love doing TV. That but would be the obvious Yeah, answer. yeah, exactly. Um, you don't have to wear makeup in uh, radio. That's the good part about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, this, is, this is an interesting one. We're going to Hollywood on this one, John. You ready? Okay. I asked Ashley which of these movies, The Other Guys or Step Brothers? Mm, let's go The Other Guy. You say The Other Guys. Ashley Frasca, The Other Guys or Step Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> now that's an inside joke. Because Alex Williams and I, little guy, we want you to watch The Other Guys. I've never seen One it. One of the funniest Will Ferrell movies. Gotta be. So you're choosing The Other Guys? Yes. Okay, good enough. All right, John, there you go. Yeah, I've never... Have you guys seen the movie The Other Guys? Yeah. No. I've, I've never even heard of it. Really? And I've never heard either. of it. <laughs> Ashley and Alex rave about it like it's the greatest movie of all it time. Is. It's, it's pretty, pretty funny. Is it good? I have to watch it. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, John, you got another point. You are remarkable. Cool. Uh, let's get one more in before the break. You really need this one, Ange, to, to keep the gap close. You ready? All right. Let's hear it. I asked Ashley Frasca, gardening or grilling? Gardening or grilling? I'm going to go with grilling. Ashley Frasca, gardening or grilling? Gardening. It's, it's how I relax. <laughs> and you can see, well, I guess you can see the finished product when you're grilling, too. But gardening, you can see what you've done. I know, Ange. All right, uh, we got to step away. We've got final this or that coming up. John leading Angie uh, six to three right now. It's a runaway, but Angie's got a chance to catch up. When we come back, hang on the line, guys. You're playing for fabulous prizes, which uh, I've yet to determine what they are. But fabulous prizes await the end of this rainbow. Uh, We'll come back with uh, Angie and John. uh, This or that with Ashley Frasca. Hang tight. It is the Mark Aram Show. All right, welcome back to the show. It's 824. We're wrapping up an exciting, thrilling game of This or That with uh, two fantastic contestants, John in Peachtree City, who may or may not be Ashley Frasca's husband, and uh, the lovely and talented Angie in Swanee. All right, uh, it's 6-3, to three, so Angie, I'm going to give you uh, the questions to see if you can even uh, catch up, okay? So, John, your work here is done. This is okay. all about saving face for Angie. Are you ready? Oh, my goodness. I'm ready, Mark. All right, here we go. Angie, I asked Ashley Frasca, iPhone versus Android. iPhone versus Android. What did uh, Ashley Frasca say? I'm going to go with iPhone. Angie says iPhone. Ashley Frasca, iPhone or Android? Got my first iPhone probably 10 years ago, so I'm going to stick with Apple. There you go. You get get the point, Angie. All right, one more. 
Um, I asked the lovely and talented Ashley Frasca, who you hear uh, every morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade every six minutes, part of the WSB traffic team, number one traffic team in the nation. You can also see her filling in for me on Channel 2 Action News this morning. I asked Ashley Frasca, cantaloupe or honeydew? Cantaloupe or honeydew? What did Ashley Frasca say? I'm going to go with honeydew. Ashley Frasca, cantaloupe or honeydew? (laughs) God, the food conversations we have in the traffic center. This is so predictable. Cantaloupe. Ugh, disgusting. But they say honeydew is like the poor man's melon. So at least cantaloupe is maybe a step up. I I don't know. It's disgusting. The correct answer would have been honeydew. (laughs) All right. How about watermelon? Can we... No, that's that? a no-brainer. No? Okay. All right. For the Great record, job, thanks. Thank cantaloupe is disgusting. You can't tell me yeah, different. I agree. That's a, a nasty, nasty melon. It is All the worst. melons are nasty. No, honeydew is great. Watermelon's oh, great. You like honeydew melon better than cantaloupe? Oh, that stuff's just in there to take up space. Cantaloupe tastes like mothballs. What? <laughs> First of all, why are you eating mothballs? I'm not. You know what? My grandmother used to eat half a cantaloupe with a scoop of cottage cheese. Oh in the middle. yeah, that's an old person's yeah. thing. Ugh. Goodness gracious. I know she grew up in the Depression, but come on. That's just awful. All right, Angie, uh, you didn't win. I apologize. But you were a fantastic contestant. Unfortunately, I have no parting gifts for you tonight. But Well, that's okay. You've earned our respect. We love you dearly. Uh, you're fantastic. Thank you. I love all you guys. This is awesome. Thank, you for, uh, thank you for calling. All right, so, John, you're the big winner. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, thank you Good very job. Much. All right, so I don't have a prize pack to give away. So here, here, I'm going to give you a choice of prizes, okay? Uh Uh-huh. All right. You can either have $50 in cash from my pocket or a pair of tickets to the Mark Aram Show Listener Lunch in October. I'm going to go for the $50. I don't blame you. That's a smart, that's a smart. By the way, the two tickets for the value to $219, by the way. Wow. For the Mark Aram Show listener lunch. But 50 bucks out of my pocket. You don't have PayPal by any chance, do you? I do not have PayPal. My daughter actually has PayPal. All you, right. Can I pay her? her? Yeah, you can pay her. All right. I'm going to put you on hold. Um, okay. Chuck's going to get your uh, email, and then uh, we'll figure out how I can get you your 50 bucks. It'll be tonight, though. I'll get it for you tonight, all right? All right, John says. All right, we're going to come back. Good job, by the way. Thanks to Ashley Frasca. That was a fun... Uh, You'll learn a little bit more about the WSB yeah, personalities I on this or that. I, I, I work with her every day, and I would have gotten a bunch of those wrong. When we come back, uh, Johnny Kilboss will join us with a fast food review. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Louie Anderson, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a Welcome back to the show, 838. Jay Griff's going long, 22 in front of nine. Why long? A lot of breaking news today. Paul Manafort, Michael Cohen, the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Poor Jamie Dupree on vacation and all this stuff breaks, but he's still out there tweeting, giving you the good stuff on WSBRadio.com. Uh, everybody's here, Deb, Longo, myself, and Low T. Uh, we're going to hear from Johnny Kilbasa in just a minute. We do have a couple of phone calls to get to, though. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Russ in Gainesville. Russ. Come here a minute. I want to talk What's to you. What's going on, Russell? Hey, standing here with a good-looking girl named Jenna. She's my neighbor. Jenna? 
Yeah. G I N N A. It's actually Jennifer, but she likes to be called Jenna. It's pretty. Is it pronounced Jina or Jenna? <laughs> I was. I went to college. I went to the college with a girl named Jenna Barnes. G I N N A. Jenna Barnes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, I want to yeah. tell you about something last night. I know it's off topic, but it surprised me because okay. this, this neighbor of mine he asked me to help him work on his Volkswagen, and it's a Beetle, right? Old old one or a uh, newer model? It's a new model. The engine's in the front. I was like, what the hell? Because I had a Beetle, and uh, the engine's always been in the back, and I've never seen one. It looks just like your your standard Beetle, but the engine was in the front. You ever seen that? I uh, I've never I've never even ridden in a newer Beetle. Let me ask you a question, Russ. I'm going to ask the whole gang this: If you could have one vintage car, someone you know for free, what vintage car would you want to get? A oh, Corvette. A Corvette. Deb Green. What do you? I already own it, 66 Mustang. You own a 66 yep, Mustang? very first car, yep. Do you drive it into work? I don't have it here because there's no place to park it, but I have it at my parents' barn, so when I go down there, I drive it around. Where's, drove it all through it? high school, drove it through college. You have yeah. it in a barn? In my parents' barn. Where Where is the barn? Texas. Tejas. Yes. 60, I'm proud of you. 66 Mustang. First car. Very cool. Maybe that could, we can give that away on the show someday. Never. <laughs> <laughs> She's a never. Low T, vintage car. What vintage car would you want? I have a 1949 Chevy pickup. Who, who the hell are these? What are these people getting? All, what? Yeah, it's, I, I got it because it's got the five windows. It has those corner windows. Yeah. So it's a year that, yeah. Where is this thing? It's in Montana. In I don't have anything. Barn? Don't ask me. What's that? In your parents' barn? <laughs> it's not in a barn. No, <laughs> all right. But yes. Wow. Yeah, I want to cool. see pictures of that. Okay. Both of you. I want to see pictures of your dad. Okay. You've got an El Camino, I know, Longoria, but yeah. what, what classic car? That's, that's actually what I was going to say, an El Camino. Ride. My grandfather had an El Camino, and I remember riding in that, and I, I went that. Yeah. He sold. He had to sell it, but I would rather, I'd, I, if I could find that original one and re, you know, redo yeah. it, that'd be good. I don't, I got to think about that. I, I'm not sure. I asked the question, but I don't have an answer myself. Maybe a, uh, one of those old James Bond, Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Maybe something I'll like that. I don't know. My uncle had a 57 Chevy. Or Russ's old van. One Russ's or the other. Russ's old van would be the best. <laughs> Russ, I would love your old van. All right. Well, is uh, is is Jenna a ro- romantic interest or just a friend? Uh, I just met her this morning. She's, she's uh, I think she lives in the... Oh, I met you one. A couple of days ago, she said, I must have been drunk. <laughs> nice. Russ has no trouble meeting girls. He doesn't. He has trouble keeping them. Yeah, but me, I mean, Ross. Exactly. You're very, uh, you're very social. You got out there. I appreciate that, Russ. Well, keep us, uh, keep us posted on uh, on what goes on with Jenna. I'm very excited for you, buddy. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, there he is, Russ in Gainesville. I can't believe you guys own classic cars. How did I not know that? I know. He I said, my know dad, that. my mom made my dad sell. He had a '67 Chevelle and a '72 Chevelle. Yeah. Ouch. And he, he, he had to get rid of them uh, and get a family car. Really? Oh. Are those valuable? Yeah, he still has. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, they, oh, yeah. Yeah. they were. Yeah. They were muscle cars. You actually? He still has out. the original keys. He wouldn't give the guy <laughs> the original set of keys. He made a copy. He still has. Still them. has the keys. Yeah. Wears them around his neck. Right. Yeah, I mean, so he, he kind of. <laughs> he pulls them out every once in a while. Do you know what I want my classic car to be? What's that? The family truckster from Vacation. Oh man, <laughs> that would be green and the wood panel. With the wood panel wagon. side. Yeah. And Ed, and and now on the roof. That's 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 what I want. Uh, Mike's in Swanee. Mike, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Good. My mother used to drive a Ford Ford Country Square a long time ago. I had a couple questions too. Go ahead, buddy. You should have told them 
lady that she won your warmest personal regards like Ludlow used to say. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, I wanted to know why you don't do the hot barbecue song anymore. Well, you know what? That's so funny. We are bringing that back because uh, we played that a couple Fridays ago on the on the Q&A show. And, and Longoria played the song. Here it is, Hot Barbecue. Uh, brother I Jack. Like it. I love it. Yeah, Brother Jack McDuff and Pete Spriggs, our boss, said we got to find out, find out a way to bring that back into the show every night. So what do you guys want to do? Mm. I have a suggestion for Johnny Kilbasa, too. How long has he been in Atlanta? Johnny Kilbasa has been in Atlanta since 1990. Hold on. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> Johnny Kilbasa, but for a little preview, when did you move to Atlanta, Johnny K? It was the fall of 1998. 98, that's what I and thought, yeah. I was the one who introduced you to the song Hot Bar. Exactly right. Thanks so this was that. back in the Napster days, and Johnny Kilbasa downloaded illegally about 19,000 songs, and one of them was uh, Brother Jack McDuff and Hot Barbecue. And, uh, yeah, and that was my intro show, uh, song on my weekend show for about 13 years. But we want to bring it back. Mike, where should we put it in the show? we got to find a slot for it. I don't know. Who that song about the, about the thing by two by two? I like that, too. That's from, uh, that's from the movie Glory. So uh, that's actually Denzel mm-hmm. Washington singing that and Morgan Freeman and uh, Fred Rogers. We should do a show about who remembers the most old old restaurant that used to be around Atlanta. Oh, that's a good idea, Mike. That's a good idea. Um, well, Mike, thank you for uh, for the call. You're uh, you're a good dude, my friend. Let me see if I yeah. can do this right. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, no, I can't do this right. Of course not. Unlock, unlock. The student, the new phones are uh, really not that hard. They are that hard. <laughs> they are, they are not, that hard. All right, really that hard. let's let's hit Johnny's uh, fast food review intro. There we go. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take and I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please. I'm this, I'm that, and my barbecue is always hot like the brother man himself, Jack McDuff. My man. What's on the menu tonight, my friend? Mark there's all kinds of stuff going on. We got something new. We got something old. We got things colliding in midair. But let's go back to Taco Bell and see what they brought from the laboratory this week. We've got double cheesy gordita crunch. There's a, the talk about taking whatever you can find and throwing it against the wall and seeing what sticks. They took just about everything they could, threw it against the wall, and most of it stuck. So you got a gordita. You got a hard shell taco. You got seasoned beef. You've got three cheese blend. You got the regular cheese blend. You got the spicy ranch instead of sour cream. And you got lettuce. So it's kind of like if the hard shell taco was a Soyuz missile and it was going up to dock with the International Space Station, which was a gordita, it would put it right in the middle. So you had hard shell taco covered with a layer of beef cheese and ranch and then nestled inside of a gordita so there's a whole lot of whole lot of crunch going on a whole lot of everything going on because they're doubling up on the beef so it's not just like a gordita crunch because it's double cheesy because it's double beef double cheese i'm anything double cheese i'm on board with I, i love the taco bell cheese sauce stuff that they put in there it's it's delectable 
Yeah, this is this is really good. And it comes it, it clocks in about I don't know three. 360, 375, something like that. It kind of reminds me if you were if you were to give Longo like, okay, go into the Taco Bell kitchen, but you you can make whatever you want, but can you only make one thing? I think the double cheesy gordita crunch is what Longo would make because you just kind of take whatever you can find and put it all together, fold it up, and cram it in. Cram that sucker in. Uh, by the way, the 90th anniversary of the varsity was this Saturday, and I had planned to go down there. So many people, it it literally jammed traffic. There were there were lines down North Avenue, down uh, Spring Street. People couldn't get in there. It was absolutely insane. Did you see pictures of that, Chuck? I did. Crazy. I was actually glad picture. I didn't go. Yeah. Well, I, I I wanted to go. I was invited to go, but I I, I couldn't make it. And I think I was, everybody was invited. to Unbelievable. Go. <laughs> but, but now I'm so he's not special. Craving. Yeah. Now I'm craving varsity big time. Maybe I'll go there after the show. Yeah. Mm. What do you have? Yeah, not, um, every menu was 90 cents. Oof. 90 cents. You can get a chili cheeseburger for 90 cents, Chuck. <laughs> that's that's Montana prices right there. Yeah, exactly right. Like so uh, happy happy birthday to the Varsity, the world's largest drive-in restaurant. Uh, little known fact, that is the first restaurant Johnny Kilbasa stopped at when he moved to Atlanta in uh, 1998. Yep, I had a U-Haul strapped to the back. I didn't know how to back it in, so I had to like, <laughs> go around the block a couple times, but I eventually took up about four parking spaces and spent about three hours in there, and my life was never the same after that. My man. Hey, before we let you go, Johnny, when uh, will you debut in the football minute? In a couple weeks? Yeah, we're going to go week one, NFL week one. Okay. So what's that? That'll be about the September 10th. All so right. I'm, I'm doing push-ups. I'm doing wind sprints. <laughs> I'm doing everything. I'm in the weight room. I'm training, doing everything I can, man. All right. Week one of the NFL season, Johnny Kilbasa's football minute returns. Johnny, we appreciate you as always, and... If the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Follow me on Twitter, listen to my podcast on iTunes or johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. There he is, Johnny K, the Fast Food Review. Cheesy double gordita crunch. Mark Aylwine just pulled a Yui on Athens Highway. Get a couple of those bad boys coming into work. We'll come back, uh, final segment. Jason Byers is walking in. Look at this guy. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show, uh, a couple of news and notes. Not news nuggets, news and notes. Uh, happy 80th birthday to the gambler, Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Uh, I think he still lives in Georgia. Yeah, I've met him a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. I knew how old? I knew his plumber. 80. He's 80? 80 how old years is old. Face? 16. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, I like Kenny Rogers. Oh, yeah. Islands in the stream. That is what we are. Her I mean, Dolly Parton doesn't get any better than that. No. You said um, you knew his plumber? Yeah, well, his old plumber. How do you know it was his plumber? Because well, I was friends with the guy, and he just told you, "Hey, I'm Kenny Rogers' plumber." No, I'm I'm I was the plumber's friend. Yeah, and he's like, "You're not going to believe this. I got booked to do Kenny Rogers," and he went to his house and did the plumbing. Did he, did he tell you what the problem was? I mean, was I was it just like to say, did he have toilet to... or apparently a beard, up the beard hair in the uh, beard hair is clogging <laughs> the sink. Up. Yeah, so uh, his eight... old face. Was that <laughs> <what> <laughs> clogging the... God, oh. long ago. Kenny, that was Longoria. The Eskimo was not Mark Aram. I love Kenny Rogers. Uh, I think he looks good oh, no matter I do what. Um, what was and... that movie he did with the uh, with the kids and everything? The race car, Ghost. No, it wasn't no. Ghost. Six Sandl- pack, Sandlot, six pack, or something like that. God, I have no idea, Longoria. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Six pack. Six pack. Um, yeah. And today was the one year anniversary of 
The eclipse. The eclipse happened yeah. one. No one kidding. Year ago that today. was a year ago. A year yep. ago. Holy crap! Yeah, that was good stuff. That was awesome. That was awesome. We'll never see that again. No. 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 All right. One of my daughters saw it. The other one didn't. Really? Well, she was too young. She would have probably taken her glasses off and looked right at the sun, and burned her eyes. We people, in the and then she would have never been able to see there you ever. Go. Exactly right. Uh, let's do star of the show, Longo. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Dual stars of the show. Uh, WSB political analyst Bill Crane gets a star of the show for hanging out and giving us the uh, update on the breaking news on Paul Manafort and Michael Cohen. And uh, Ashley Frasca gets a star of the show for uh, doing this or that with us. That was fun. That was good stuff. Tomorrow, maybe we we'll do Millennial Match Game. Let's keep the games running. Keep paying money out of my pocket because uh, we have no prize packs this week. We'll continue the conversation. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, and on Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.